Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez, and I've got two special guest educators here at TASA Midwinter with me from the College of Education at Texas A&M University. So please tell our listeners your names and what you do and how you serve kids. Fantastic. My name is Dr. Anthony Levinos. I'm a research scientist with Texas A&M, and I focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion work in school districts small to large, urban, rural, and suburban. And I'm also Jean Madsen. I'm a professor at Texas A&M. This was part of a project that we've been working with uh, schools that are demographically changing and the support we provide to those districts to address those student needs. So what gets you started on looking at demographics and that change? Because that's always something as superintendents, we talk all the time about inflow and outflow of kids and all of the reasons behind that. So what what's got you started with serving districts on that capacity? Well, first, if you look at some of the national data, you can kind of see kind of the demographic trends uh, that are occurring. And outside of that, outside of the data, I've looked at different you know, articles about immigration and then also in some consulting work that I do. We, I've run into so many issues of students coming from a different country, speaking a different language, but then being placed in a situation where they're having to learn two completely different languages because right. they they, can't, they don't have the capacity to serve the kids that right. that speak that language. So that's a huge concern for us because, you know, whether a small percentage or large percentage, these students need services and they need an education to be able to get to where they need to go once they, you know, post-secondary. And so we want to be able to serve districts, provide them the resources that they need, so that not only they can be successful as an organization, but so that the individual educators in that organization can grow and understand who they're serving so that we can all serve our children at, at the national level and here at locally in Texas so that we can have better outcomes for students. So give me an example. We were talking off, off air a little bit about what it would look like for district administrators, the specifics about how you would support them in this in this endeavor? Well, for our district administrators, again, back to the changing demographics, as when we approach them, it's oftentimes, first of all, looking at the demographic change over a five-year period. Then we go in and break it up into looking at issues of teacher turnover, because mm-hmm. teachers, again, culturally relevant and relationally with their students. So we look at teacher absences, which is also the kids... If the teacher's not there, kids don't learn. Mm -hmm. And then another piece we look at is sort of the leadership piece in terms of discipline problems and in terms of managing that, looking at how many children are in special ed. There's disproportionately a number of students of color in that. And then the third piece is let's take a look at how many students you actually have in the gifted programs. Okay. Um, Because linguistically diverse children, particularly here in Texas, it's a real challenge because we want them to speak English, but on the other hand, we have to be respectful of their language as well, too. And so that's the important role schools and school leaders need to cope with. If you had some advice to give school leaders and school districts that are, that are going through a change at the moment, what are some of the things that you would say, all right, this is probably something you need to look at first, even without you know, having the ability to, to dive into their data? But what are some things that you're seeing seem to be the common issues amongst districts? I would say look beyond the test data. Look beyond the test data only because what tests are telling you or the assessments are telling you, that's not the whole picture, right? The devil's in the details. Yes. And when you are looking beyond your assessment data, your discipline data, you might pick up some elements that you can address 
from a cultural standpoint okay. that might empower a certain group and uh, engender that sense of belonging within a smaller community that might have rever- reverberating effects across the entire district. And so that really is important for an administrator to understand, for teachers to understand, and for a community to, again, feel that sense of belonging, that they can come to that school, that that school is a resource, because it's always easy for someone is just foreign to this idea of public education to feel rejected Hmm. and neglected by their public education system. And you don't want that because, again, it's so easy to pass over these small groups and, you know, again, you know, you kind of lose your audience over time. Like, people start talking. You become the talk of the town at the barbershop, so to speak. I was also going to add these small numbers that we used to not pay attention to. Now we do, because now they're 99%. And I think one of the things that when we started this work was what we found out was principals have access to a lot of data, Mm -hmm. so much data. But what data is important in relationship to their changing demographics, where to go, where to find it, and how do you monitor it and make sure that, in fact, you're addressing changes that need to be done. So our big focus on the path forward is talking about innovation, right? Getting outside the box because we're having all these new problems or maybe not even new problems, maybe old problems that we've got to look at in a different way. Have you seen any great innovation with with your focus in in a school district or even amongst your peers in other universities doing something really creative to maybe, all right, maybe we need to take a look at that. Maybe that solves this problem. Anything that you can think of? I'm going to say was our survey. We have done a lot of research looking at changing demographics and what's out there in terms to respond to that need. And we looked at several different online programs. We looked at many surveys. We looked at the theoretical framework. And so we developed what we think, a little little prejudiced here, is a really (laughs) useful survey that we would give to teachers, to leaders, to parents, and students. And it's all about... What are you doing to address their changing demographics? And we find that to be very innovative because it leads to a comprehensive response to their changing demographics. So it isn't just bring somebody in and it's a speaker. It's not just change some things and give leadership preparation. It's a very comprehensive. So it's looking at the whole thing. So it's looking at how, what's the climate in the school? How are we responding to parents? How are we also looking at the, the data at the school and at the district level. I don't know, you want to add anything to that, Anthony? Sure, and it's a great question, Dr. Fernandez. Uh, we, we're, we're providing a service kind of in, a net new, in the net news space. Mm-hmm. And so we're working with the creation of d- database, yeah, databases and creating dashboards for school districts where they can identify diversity, equity, and inclusion indicators. And so that, you know, while... The ideas are not new. Right. What we do with the data is uh, we have created an automaticity to analyzing school district data along with our survey, and we give the holistic picture, not just the test scores, not right. just the school-based data, but also giving districts an understanding of what their, what their different populations are feeling, what they're seeing, what they're doing, what they're hearing in that school community so that we can create kind of like a campus improvement plan, district right. improvement plan based on diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's very interesting yeah. because you're absolutely right. We, this is not new occurrence of what we're dealing with. 
but a way to organize it and understand it in an efficient way and couple it with whatever learning data that you're seeing. That We don't have that. Right. Um, there, there isn't, uh, and we've spent, I've been doing this for a long time, but we've spent a lot of time looking at what are school improvement models addressing that piece, and it always focuses on achievement. Yes. But another piece I think that's sort of innovative is also a coaching piece. Mm-hmm. So we do an online piece, working with administrators, saying, I've got this, I've got that, and then support through that equity lens and also through diversity and creating an inclusive place. That's awesome. So if school districts want to get involved, how do they get in touch with you? Is there anything that they need to know if they're like, hey, this sounds like a great option for us? Um, how do they how do they reach you? How do they get involved with the program? Sure, uh, they can come our, come by our booth, have a conversation with us today, or, and then also they can visit us at www.strongered.com. Okay, and they can find some resources there, and then uh, and they can even schedule an appointment online and have a thirty minute consultation with uh, awesome. either of us, or they can call me. Yeah, I don't know if I could give my number. Yeah, but that's up to you. Yeah, sure. Two five four eight five 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 nine six two. If you like, just to to chat, and we can talk all about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how can we how we cool. can best serve your school district. Yeah. Now, now, does that go for if they're a graduate of UT? Do they still get that's the same? Yes, yes. I'm yes. Sure. checking. I was sure. We care about all children. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I think we do it better than. <laughs> oh, okay. But you yeah. had you had to, <laughs> had to do it. Had to I do had it. a friend on yesterday, and he's a, a big uh, UT alum, so I was giving him a hard time. <laughs> but this this sounds like, although, like I said, it's not new that's challenges for schools, we do need to understand it in a different way. So that's truly something that would be very beneficial for us as as educators. And so I I think you got something because that's, we don't understand the whole piece of the picture. And if we do understand this piece, we're not able to make it an entirety of of a kid, right? It's either their their achievement, their behavior, their, the language barrier, Right. But trying to synthesize it and then, all right, this is the totality of an action plan. That's that's tough to do. So I commend you. Thank you for joining us. Like this. Thank you for asking. It. No, we have we have a lot of fun. And to me, it's always a learning experience for me, right? So I like to ask questions and I get involved because I learned something today. Because if you were to go to all to your vendors in here, they don't have what you just explained. Right. right? And that's that's very, very powerful for our, for our educational partners. So thank you for joining us. And Go Aggies. Anybody you want to shout out before you go? No, just shout out to all the Aggies out there, the educators. You know, thank y'all for being here. Superintendents, uh, you know, district level administrators, we appreciate the time that you spend over here at TASA. Again, come visit us at the AM booth. Stop one of us, uh, just uh, or give us a call or visit us online. We appreciate your time and thank you again, Dr. Fernandez. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My pleasure.